Kira everyone and welcome to episode 22 of Meet by Mondays. I'm very happy to have you on board tonight listening and as always I've got my two boys with me. We're ready to rip up the town, hey? Donnie, welcome. Yes, thanks for having me back and good to be on these absolutely red hot cracking microphones. They've just installed up believe yesterday so yeah it's like a true podcasting station now and it looks looks awesome doesn't it Jules yeah it does yeah great to be back to discuss a a pretty interesting week of footy and yeah props to the microphones yeah love them my name is Will Beatty and yes the new microphones we're loving them here we uh There'll be less knocking about than usual. Um, yes. So we're looking forward to that. There's also a new clock in the studio, so very happy with that. Uh, before we get into it, Jules, you do have a bit of an apology to, <laughs> to give out to Hawthorne fans. Bit yeah. of distance gone. Specifically one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Jared. And Jared, yeah. As I went to the game with Alistair and Jared, I, I jokingly said the Pies win by 70 points and... Yeah, I was wrong. wrong it was more that. the blockbuster aspect. Yeah, yeah wrong with that there. prediction. And I said it wasn't a blockbuster and I was wrong. So. <laughs> sorry, Alistair. Sorry, Jared. And sorry to all the Hawthorne fans. Let's just, uh, I mean, as a as a casual, well, not casual fan, or we're Pies fans, but, you know, we like to think of ourselves as pretty, uh, not unbiased, but, I don't know, respectful of the opposition. So, you know, we've got to check ourselves sometimes. And, uh, but, you know, it's a bit of a tough time for Collingwood, but we'll get through it. And we're just, the three of us collectively, we know that that's footy. You have your ups and downs. And, you know, we're just lucky to be here. So, non footy weekend highlight, boys. Who wants to go first? All right, yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Um, so, yeah, once again, slim pickings. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to go with after my footy here yesterday. Um, well, firstly, we, we got the W and we finished as minor premiers before we go into finals next week. But after that, we had a bit of a super Sunday here, which was great fun. Uh, good to catch up with all the boys and, um, yeah, can uh, – yeah, I, I got 20 bucks as well for uh, my performance yesterday, which was pretty good. And yeah, and then after that, came home, had a bit of a rest. Then my cousin Mia came over for dinner and we had some lovely butter chicken. So yeah, it's my weekend highlight. Very nice. And Jules, what do you got? Uh, my um, weekend highlight was on Friday night. Um, the the Royals came over. Um yeah, Monty and Simon come over to Fabian and Dominic. Yep, that's correct. And they went over to celebrate my sister's birthday, which was ah yes, good fun. And yeah, any donuts consumed? Um, no donuts consumed. However, Artie Jones did get the <laughs> did get the call up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, so good to see him kicking about. Uh, for mine, I've had a pretty rough week uh, with my shoulder. Uh, by the time I get back to work, I have about a week and a half, two weeks off. Uh, so 
uh, yeah, it's been pretty rough week slash weekend. But I think my highlight came Saturday night when I went to bed and I could actually sleep because the new pills I was taking uh, allowed me to do so. And, you know, I've been struggling. I went about three nights trying to struggle to find a position to sleep in. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, as you would say, slim pickings. Um, yeah, yeah. I was waking up every couple of hours, but for the past few nights, uh, my sleep has at least um, improved. So, I mean, I've never been so um, thankful to have a good night's sleep. But uh, on the mend. So, boys, uh, we'll give out the number before we get into our player of the week. 0493. 213. 861. Yeah. Try again. You did it wrong. Eight. Oh, eight three one. Okay, so start again. Oh, go on. Oh four nine three. Two one three. Eight three one. Okay, so if you want to text in, I believe Donnie is in charge of the phone. So. Yeah, I am. Uh, no, Julian, you can take it. Actually, <laughs> very nice. All right, um, player of the week. I'll go first. Okay, <laughs> so I've picked James Himmerly or James Sicily because uh, you know. This is it's not really breakout year for him, is it? Because he's he's done this for a couple of years and an absolutely exceptional intercept defender, one of the best in the comp. And um yeah, as a fellow defender and intercept defender myself, I really am admiring his season and his game yesterday. Or on Saturday, sorry. And he because he had thirty six thirty seven disposals which is 24 kicks and 13 handballs and 19 marks. So it's just incredible when you think about it. Eight contested possessions, just unmatched on Saturday. And he was, yeah, a big help for Hawthorne in their big upset. So that's my player of the week. All Australian bound, perhaps? Yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so my pick this week is going to go to um, Kyle Langford. Yeah, I had an absolute... Absolute ripper of a game. As Essendon played very poor, he was the, he was the main reason to get him over the line. And, it, yeah, it looked like he was the only one that, that showed up. So, yeah, good on Kyle Langford playing an absolute ripper. Kicked the winning goal as well. Yep, five His goals. Fifth, yeah. Uh, uh, this is probably – I think – I'm not sure how you would take this. This will probably be the most controversial pick. I've ever had. I don't know how many players of the week have six touches, but <laughs> I've gone with uh, Finn McGuinness. <laughs> I thought. Yeah, fair enough. I th- also, Errol Gordon. <laughs> he was on the table. I thought you were going to pick him because. Because of your song tonight, yeah. Jules. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I just think Kyle Langford played a better game. Cool. Well, Finn McGuinness. Um, yeah, I. It's, again, six touches, but, you know, to keep uh, Dacos to five, I think his previous low was 16. So, and, you know, everyone said he was untaggable. And even when he was tagged, he still often would get 25 and a goal. Like, it was barely touching his impact on the game, really. But uh, well done to him. Uh, Yeah, I think... You know, it's tough as a Collingwood supporter, but, you know, I've got to give kudos when kudos is due. And uh, I would have, pref- would have preferred another McGuinness to do well, but uh, it's got to be Finn this week. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. McInnes. McInnes. Oh. oh, similar names, yeah, slightly yeah. different spelling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now Finn McInnes, and he's a supreme athlete as well. So you can imagine him going up, you know, against people like Nick Dacos and Josh Kelly who went earlier on in the year. It's, mm-hmm. He's really good. He's evolved his game and he's, yeah, one of the elite taggers in the comp. Mm. Yeah. Well, he's the only one to really do a number on Dacos, really. So Willem Drew did a good job a couple of weeks ago, but still he managed to put up some numbers and yeah, twenty. He still had twenty in a goal. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but you know, um, what's his name? The Port coach uh, Ken, Ken Hinkley. Hinkley. <laughs> he gave him five coaches votes for that night. Nick Dagos. <laughs> Willem Drew. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Hink- yeah, no Stinkley. But Nick Dacos still had a pretty good game anyway So, oh, and Against Port Yeah, he got like 28 touches and a goal Yeah yeah. Uh, so, before we get into uh, the world famous Week in Review uh, Donnie, you've got a bit of a song for us Yeah, so uh, It's a bit of a tough pick Because all week and last week I've just been listening to Utopia, so I haven't been listening to much else, but um, yeah, I've decided to go with Regulate by Warren G featuring Nate Dog. So great pick. Um, actually brought to me, PK recommended it before um, our footy game uh, last week, I think. I did, but like, I didn't really. I've never like properly listened to it, so I gave it a listen. It's not too bad. It's good. So shout out to PK. Yeah, shout out to PK. Great, great uh, tune. Good inspiration. Um, before I press play, it uh, came 89th in the hottest 100 of 1994. So beautiful. There you go. Bit of a language warning though. Uh, this is Warren oh, G. Oh, sorry. And um, the start of the song is from Young Guns. Right. So, and I actually watched that in the morning. I watched what that a, after Pico sent that text. <laughs> one so. of Jules' favourite films, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's <laughs> a good movie. Classic yeah, there's a bit of a snippet at the start. So. <laughs> I'm kidding, Jules. Uh, Warren G and Nate Dog, and this is Regulate. Please enjoy. Come on, Freddy's Kitchen in Station Street for a coffee. And something nice to eat. Yeah, the pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's. Caram Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. So, uh, ad for Freddy's there. Jules, you've been down there. Yeah, I have. Good feed. Good feed. Yeah, it was good. Donnie? Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. I'm actually good mates with Faroon himself. He's been on the back room. So, lovely guy, lovely food. And we heard Warren G with Nate Dog and Regulate, a classic RIP Nate Dog. So, we've got text. And <laughs> some ho- some who, who, hawk who thoughts. Who's from again? Mar- Marcus. Yep. Marcus. Mighty Hawks. Did the Hawkers develop a template for beating the pies? The Pies look slow and were bullied by the Young Hawks. Just a reminder, we are the youngest team in the AFL. Also, we had nine kids in the team on Saturday who played less than 30 games. Go Hawks. 
Thank you for that, Marcus. I was yep. surprised he didn't text me personally after the game. but uh. <laughs> It was a – yeah, it's really exciting for Hawthorne, isn't it? Because if they can do, you know, things like this, beat Collingwood as a, um, an absolute contender and, you know, they've beaten St Kilda. Brisbane. Brisbane, yes, of course. And, yeah, they, they love to push really good sides. So you can only imagine what can come in the future once, you know, these players develop their game. So, mm, yeah, good to watch. And it's time for Donnie's world famous segment, Donnie's Week, week in Review. review. <laughs> yeah, so we'll start the week off Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. Bulldogs versus Richmond. And now the Western Bulldogs, they came in and they're wearing their diamond, diamond dog jersey. Very nice looking jersey. Which, uh, Jules, did you, you're not a fan? No. Why not? I just, I just don't really like the diamond. I just don't think it I really think I think it's really the best fits. jersey this season. It just mm. looks so good. I reckon. Especially on the players. The, the Freo, the Freo. Anchor. No, the, the one in Gather Round there. Oh, no. That one's <laughs> good. That was, was like metallic. That was really weird. I uh. Well, Fair enough. I think that anything that's not the regular jersey is good, like automatically. I was, I was going to save this till later, but um, since you brought up the Diamond Dogs. Um, so it was a jumper they wore in 1996, um, which is a famous year for the Dogs because uh, there's actually a documentary they made about them that year called Year of the Dogs. Uh, they were a struggling team back then and they were about to merge. Um, it almost, I think they won only a handful of games and they, it famously has Terry Wallace's I'll Spew Up speech. Have you seen, do you guys know about that? I've heard of it. You've I heard of it. I haven't seen it though. Yeah. So I've, I've actually watched that documentary this week and I've, it used to be on YouTube, but I had to stream it this time, but. It's a great documentary. Uh, very much uh, recommend it for footy lovers. What happened at the end of the year? They, they went. They, I think they won six games or something. Finished second last in the ladder, and they didn't have to merge. But as a as a reinvention, that's when they changed from Footscray to Western Bulldogs. And funnily enough. Friday night, the win that they had against Richmond was only the third time they've ever won in that jumper. Really? Yeah. I think they used it. So the original Diamond Dog was to celebrate 100 years of the AFL. And I believe it seems, I think the stats said they've played played 10 or 11 games in it. So they must have played half their games in that year. But that this is only the third win, so there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, I really like. I'm starting to really win me over that jersey. It's good, and <laughs> I'm glad that they like all Just the pistols pub- <laughs> No, seriously. But um, like, all the publicity around the game it was all retro it, because obviously it was retro around. But I think it's really good that they do that and not just you know boring same same old same old. You know. Mm-hmm. Changing things up, but yeah. Anyways, I Bulldogs won by fifty-five points. 
pretty much uh, did that in the first quarter and then kept it the whole match. Yeah, they did. They cruised to victory. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously big game for the Bonds. Three goals, 32 touches, 10 clearances. Absolutely phenomenal. For a midfielder to not only get that many clearances and touches, to go down forward and kick three, it's just definitely Brownlow worthy. And, you know, obviously given uh, Nick Dacos's injuries, 100% in the run, considering his recent form as of recent. But, um, yeah, he's playing like a Brownlow medalist right now, I can tell you that much. Uh, some controversy in the game, Jules, with your mate Marlon. Yeah. What's his name? Marlon Pickpocket. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, guy touched him on the shoulder and, yeah, and then Marlon slapped his drink away. But, yeah, it's it's not a great look for the game. I don't think you should ever be doing that. He's been banned until the end of next year. Mm, yeah, probably deserves it. And the egg throwing, which I told you about earlier, also not on. Yeah, not on. No. Very nice. Because imagine if it lands on a player's head. That would really ruin his night. <laughs> well, if they lost as well. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently it got close to Johannesson. Mm. That was who it was like, the closest to touching. But, uh, you know, what can you – I mean, Were they I won't taught? say what can you uh, – I'm not too sure. Oh. Um it was harder to identify than the one in the first row because um, you could see you knew where they were sitting. So, uh, but yeah, good, great victory for Bulldogs and Tigers. They're, they're doing it tough now. Yeah, Tigers, almost season over for them. They just haven't lived up to the expectations that they were set earlier in the year, and uh, yeah, I think they've um, left their run a bit too late. So, yeah. They I have, think, yeah. I don't think they're going to make finals this year. Well, to be fair, they've had their glory days mm. over the past few years. So. Yeah, so you can't be too angry as a Richmond fan. But, yeah, obviously quite disappointing for the Tigers. Saturday games, Jules, it's done. <laughs> yeah, so the first of the Saturday games was um, Essendon versus Eagles. Um, and Essendon only won by point. It was at Marvel Stadium, you know. Obviously, Essendon should have got the job, job done easily, but, yeah, it was good by the Eagles. You know, they showed character. They showed, you know. Fight. Fight. That's it. Passion. Passion. That <laughs> showed all the positive all signs that they needed to. qualities. Yeah. Because <laughs> usually they just roll over after a little bit and get flogged. But, yeah, credit to... Credit where credit's due for the Eagles, but, yeah, ultimately fell short. Yeah, I don't think the Bombers were great in that match. And they could have easily lost that game. And imagine what that would have done to the fans. They would have been devastated. Essendon, I mean, kudos for getting the win. But uh, remember we were talking midway through the year and we were talking, uh, they've got, Bulldog, they've got uh, Eagles and Kangaroos twice. Well, it's funny we talked about that as such a sticking point because they only beat Kangaroos by goal and they only beat Eagles by a point. Mm. So they're not really making the most of it. But, yeah. you know, they get the job done. And remember we were at uh, – there was before the Collingwood game started, there was cheering from upstairs. 
Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. When it was. E- when Eagles yeah. hit the front. We watched the last two minutes. Ah, oh, right. We did, yeah. In uh, the in the bar, yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, there was another game Saturday. Early. Yeah, so the next game, Adelaide versus Gold Coast. Big game for Gold Coast if they wanted to keep their season alive, but they just couldn't get the job done because, as we know, the Adelaide Ovals are fortress for the Crows and they won by 28 points. Um, yeah, good first quarter from the Crows. It did look like Suns could could have mounted a comeback, but in the last quarter, the Crows just ran away with it and keeping their season alive, and that's season over for Gold Coast. Walker with two goals, tighten the screws on the Coleman race a little. How many did Kerner kick? One, one, I believe. yeah, yeah. So. So pretty flat for those two, but the, the race is still on. Mm. And uh, Shane McAdam with a great mark. Yeah, you great see that? Mark. Yeah. Pretty Good. good. Like juggle it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Done. There was a twilight also, match. <laughs> but just before that, I just want to touch on James Bullas for Adelaide. First game, 18 touches at 100% disposal efficiency. It's just incredible. and. I feel like he should have got the Rising Star nomination, but he didn't. I feel like Holland's deserved it more, given his form throughout the year. His form hasn't been good. It's been all right. Well, he's been dropped quite a few times. He's injured. He's been dropped as well. No. I believe he was in, then he was injured four weeks. Uh, To be fair, Ollie Holland's is an elite runner, and he's he's a good contribution to the informed Carlton side. Is he playing wing right now? Yeah. I thought it was a halfback. Playing on the wing. Next game, <laughs> it was Hawthorne versus Collingwood. Now, people going into this game, why is it being labelled a blockbuster? Collingwood are going to win by 70 points. This is it just going to be a rollover? To be but, fair, we might have to check out tips from last week. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Hawthorne, just, just like the Eagles, I showed all the positive signs, jumped, uh, came from the gates – very quickly and, yeah, got on top of Collingwood and maintained the lead throughout the game and won by 32 points. It was uh, – I don't think it was as tough as losing uh, – speaking as a Collingwood fan here. Um, it wasn't as tough a loss as last week. Mm, I would say it's tougher. Because, uh, you know, Cartner and Foreman – yeah, I know, but it's Carlton. <laughs> That's my only point there. But, uh, um, but there are <laughs> just relax. There are. <laughs> That's not how you throw it. <laughs> um, Car- uh, Hawthorne are Collingwood's. Like uh, Collingwood are Hawthorne's bunnies, though. So yeah, so, yeah, we struggled against them. Yeah, so. I don't know. I was going to say, as, an, as a Collingwood fan, I I found the game in, in like intense at times. Like when we get when we got a goal, you know there was two goals we got given in a row, and things were at their tensest. I thought that was pretty pretty hype. But you know, even with each goal they kicked, I thought, you know, how am I going to process this? As a, if we lose, <laughs> I'm always thinking that way. But you know, everyone has their dips. It's the first time that Collingwood's lost two in a row this year. So you know, as we said before, that's footy, 
And hopefully, uh, Nick Dacos was terrible going down uh, six weeks off. But It's been a bad week for the Pies, but uh, Craig McRae said they're in a growth mindset period. So, really, it was a horror weekend, but realistically, the only way is up for them now because, you know, hit rock bottom, set the standard of, you know, that's exactly not what we want to do, so... We'll see how they respond on Friday night against the Cattery. And as I texted you guys yesterday, I can't believe <laughs> even with two bad losses, we're still <laughs> the same length away from the chasing squad on the ladder. So that's very good. Yeah, so yeah, Port Adelaide and Collingwood both on a pretty bad uh, recent run mm-hmm. currently. Um. Do you want to do it about – it is about Collingwood, isn't it? You don't yeah. want to have a stab at the Twilight time slot? <laughs> or which um, would you rather do? Collingwood. Okay. Or do you just want to – as a precursor, do you want to give us your thoughts on the Twilight fixture? Oh, uh, well, yeah, I'm not I'm not really a fan of the Twilight fish, fixture because when you've got two big teams in um, Melbourne and you – play them on twilight it just doesn't feel as good i i'm a, i don't really like twilight games because you know it's kind of an awkward time slot because 145 that's when you get lunch 725 <laughs> that's when you get dinner so what do you do with the twilight i don't know i just don't like it well you say two big melbourne teams and that's fair enough but According to you, it was, was supposed to be a bit of a lacklustre match, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, but with the fan bases and, mm. and things. So that would set it up to be a blockbuster, wouldn't it? <laughs> Not the ladder <laughs> positions, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's but, you know, ladder position means nothing when you lose like that. Mm. All right, so I think we've got to ready to go here with uh, the world-famous segment. Unfortunately, I can't find the theme, but uh, here we go. Julian's Javelin, oh, Julian's Javelin, Jules, 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 he's Javelin. Yeet. So my um, Javelin this week is Collingwood. So coming off the win against Port Adelaide, you're thinking they've got, they've got a chance to win the flag and then you lose against Carlton, that's like, oh. Carlton in form, that's all right, we'll bounce back. Then you lose against Hawthorne. It was really disappointing to see that um, we were, they were um, jumped in the first quarter, five goals to zero, and then, and then they just didn't recover. So, yeah, there's some serious issues that need to be solved at Collingwood right now. And it'll be even harder without um, Nick Dacos playing. And, yeah, they've got to figure something out to... Take his place, maybe, maybe put um, Josh Dacos purely in the midfield. Maybe give him McCreary midfield midfield time. Bo McCreary, yeah, fair enough. He played well. Yeah, on the he was the well. only highlight for me. And that was Julian's javelin. <laughs> I, I also, if I could add to that, <laughs> I think that uh, Donny's discus. <laughs> yeah, well, just to add on to that, he let, let me get it up. I was was saying before that it's funny that Collingwood aren't playing at their best 
despite having everyone available, we literally only have two injuries going into this match. Maybe they um Do you know who those are? Dykos and... No. What? Um, going into oh. Saturday. Um, ugh, I don't know. Uh, it was Finn McRae with a thumb and Charlie Dean with a foot. Um, just a, another uh, – to add to your javelin, Julian, um, this was just popped up and people have been sharing around, but it's a tweet by Matt Boy Slim. I don't know who it is, but, uh, yeah, he said – he tweeted, the obsession and hate towards a 20-year-old kid in his second year, referring to Nick Dacos, that doesn't carry on like a flog in the media, down to earth and humble and loves his footy is just strange – the amount of people want to see him fail is staggering. Weird. So, yeah, I mean, you know, people call him soft. People call him, you know, he doesn't want the hardball, he doesn't want the football. But, yeah, he's really is a humble and down-to-earth player. Like, he doesn't do anything wrong, you know, and he's yeah. getting lots of hate for it. It's, it's unacceptable. We only need to win... Collingwood only need to win two games without him and uh, we'll be right. Yeah. All right, so the Saturday night games. Yeah, so the first of oh, us... Oh, sorry, is it is it lunchtime? Is it dinner? Yeah, it's dinner. I think it's Saturday chocolate. night. I think, it, I think it's time we have a chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the first of the Saturday night games, Geelong versus Port Adelaide. Now, this was... Geelong being ninth versus Port Adelaide now fourth, a pretty big game for both sides. And well, they were second at the time. Yeah, they, Port Adelaide were second at the time. So, you know, Port Adelaide needed needed to respond from the last few weeks, and they didn't. And Geelong won by two goals. So, yeah, I mean, it was good display from the Cattery, as they needed to respond also because they had a very bad loss to Frio last week. But yeah, credit to. Geelong played well, held up throughout the game, and yeah, held off a strong Port Adelaide. Oh, injury riddled Port Adelaide side, I should say. Kane Collins says Port should treat it as a victory. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't get the four points though, did they? <laughs> because, <laughs> well, I mean, anything Port does is, uh, is, is all right in Kane's book. <laughs> But he thought given the, the injuries and whatnot, you know, I don't know. But uh, did you see the Isaac Smith interview after the game? Uh, no. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of wasn't listening. I saw him, but I wasn't, I wasn't really concentrated. What he, was rides, he rides home. Takes him two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There wasn't much, but it was funny. Oh, yeah. Go on. Jules, what did you think about the oh, game? Yeah, it was a pretty good game of footy. And it's too bad you couldn't watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Port did play pretty well, but now that's four losses in a row. And, you know, if you want to be contending for the flag, you, you can't just have four losses in a row heading up to finals. So, yeah, Port <laughs> have a... T- tell us that in two weeks when Collingwood's lost four. That's <laughs> 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 over, right? Okay. Well, it'll be all right. And, yeah, um, Geelong... Who played well for them? 
He played well Ollie for Henry John. Patrick four. Dangerfield oh, yeah. had a big last quarter. Oh, yeah, Henry's turning into quite a successful trade, isn't he? He's done quite well at Geelong. Tom Stewart. Zach did Butters well. had 30 touches and a goal, but obviously Port Adelaide. Um, and also, uh, whilst we're talking about um, players in their second year, you brought up Dacos just before. Horn Francis gave away a free kick and a 50 <laughs> in the last quarter with uh, in the dying minutes. So mm. that's a good... Uh, a nice little opposite reflection of what 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 not to do. Yeah, yeah, he's still um, developing his game though. I gotta say, he's still got a few things to work on, but yeah, he's he's been a lot better at Port Adelaide than he was at North. Radigalia had a good game as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, shut down, shut down. Uh, we'll move on now to the last of the Saturday games. It was at uh, Giant Stadium. GWS versus Sydney, Battle of the Bridges, big game for both sides. And, yeah, Sydney ended up winning by 11 points. Major, major credit to uh, Errol Goulden, your man, Jules. He had 32 touches, two goals, absolutely phenomenal. But He won the Brett Kirk medal. And did you see his speech? No, what was it? <laughs> went for eight seconds and uh, pretty since <laughs> it was no Darcy Moore, that's for sure. It was like, oh, thank you, JWS. And yeah. All right. Thumbs up. Tom Green played well in his game back. Yeah. 38 to disposal. Tom Green is a gun. Is he? Yeah, he's a gun. <laughs> he's my super coach captain for a reason. Mm. He's a weapon. So, so I, I think Sydney have been going under the radar a little bit after having a really um, disappointing s- – um, start to the season. They've won now won four in a row, and some good wins as well against Dogs, Giants. Yeah, they so snapped Giants' winning streak, which was at the time the highest in the AFL. Essendon at home, which is Essendon away, sorry, which is pretty impressive as well. So, yeah, maybe Sydney could be charging into finals. Nobody, no problems. Mm. Maybe he's the reason they're having a uh, an out of sorts season. Hey, he's a legend of the game, everyone. <laughs> Anyways, we'll we'll uh, move on to the next. Someone complained about the fixturing of Sydney's last match that they won't be able to travel there and s- salute Buddy, but he won't be playing. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. <laughs> so it doesn't make much difference. Anyways, so. On to the Sunday games. First one being North Melbourne versus Melbourne. Uh, down at Blundstone Arena, Blundstone Arena, Tasmania and, uh, you know, North. Fast start. They were up and about early. But, yeah, Demons managed to come back and they won by 32 points. I, I noticed this game. I, I was watching bits and pieces of it when it was getting a bit close. Um, Melbourne had a, a lot of Tassie fans there. Like it was um, a lot of Melbourne, I noticed. Which is good to see them going down there at um, Blundstone. But yeah, Melbourne, too good in the end. Uh, I, th- I think it was not a great start, but, you know, we expected them to bounce back and they did. But yeah, North, quite promising. Like that that first quarter was quite dominant, I've got to say. So 
yeah, maybe some potential for North, but yeah, Melbourne just a bit too good. Uh, yeah, North. Oh, Alistair Clarkson's first game back. Mm. There you go. Talk about that. Yeah. Well, that's that's good for them. I don't think um, Brett Ratton was doing much. So, yeah, it's good to have one of the one of the great coaches back back in business. The second game on the oh, sorry, Harrison Petty injured. Okay, under the <laughs> next game. <laughs> yeah, so the next game, <clears throat> bit of an old rivalry. It's St Kilda vs Carlton. Yeah, once again, Saints came out of the gates up and about, just like North Melbourne. But Carlton, obviously, given their recent form, you know, it was an important game for them and they got on top by 19 points. And, yeah, Nick Newman, absolutely sensational. 35 touches at 88 disposal efficiency. Yeah, he's been Mm. having a really good season this year. They're finding other players to step up when they haven't been great in the first half. Also, the Carlton crowd was very loud. For an away game, I thought they made a lot more noise than St Kilda. So well, yeah, St Kilda have like 10,000 members, I think. <laughs> so, <laughs> 22 point deficit at uh, half time. So, well done, the Blues again. Also, uh, Blake Akers playing a, a very good game as well. Papa Smirling says they're a lock for finals. Mm, yeah, they probably will now. Not yet, not yet. They lose every game and then... And Richmond can still catch them. Yeah, Richmond can still catch them. So. <laughs> yeah. um, and they've got Melbourne next week. So, But yeah, last game of the round. Probably, was it the closest? No, it wasn't, but it was a cracking game. Freer versus Freer hosting Brisbane Lions. Uh, obviously, Lockie Neal returning to uh, Optus Stadium. And yeah... Delkers put up a great fight, but the Lions got up by three points. But, yeah, Luke Jackson, I think he had like 40, some some crazy. Yeah, he had 44 hitouts, 24 touches and a goal. So he's been having a pretty good season, usually on and off though. But, yeah, no, and it was actually the first win uh, for Lockie Neal against his old side since he's moved. Did, what? They beat him. They beat him early in the year. No, at, I mean at like up the stadium. Oh, okay. Last yeah. like three, four times he hasn't. They haven't beat him. Beaten him. So, yeah. So, so um, and he was tagged, Neil. Yeah, he badly. was. Yeah, well, that's what you're gonna do for Brisbane. Obviously, you know you've got. They had the pressure taken off Neil with. You know, the introduction of Dunkley and Ashcroft and now Ashcroft's out for the season and, yeah, Dunkley is very hard to shut down. But, yeah, put put the pressure on Lockie Neal and, yeah, it's good. Put the clamps on. Yeah, put the clamps on. That's a good stepping stone to defeat Brisbane. Just uh, before we get into the next song, which Jules has picked, uh, AFL put out a um, – uh, our, every club's record at 2010 um, where where they play the best at and where they play the worst at. Any stats you're interested in? What do you mean in 2010? Oh, since 2010. I think... Like their results at oh. each venue. What? Do well, I just go through the... 
Well, uh, I can give you Collingwood's and oh. maybe if you've oh, got some Collingwood's further. Collingwood's worst is probably the Gabba, I reckon. No, the ga- that lines are rubbish. It's actually oh, the yeah. SCG. Oh, yeah. Where we've won three out of uh, three and lost six. Mm. Our best venue away from home is Heritage Bank. Yes. Yeah, yeah, where awesome. we've won six and lost two. And in terms of home venue, we've won 120. Well, this is before the weekend. 120, drawn four, and lost 74, which is about 60.7%. Any other teams you want me to put the spotlight on? Or I reckon Port Adelaide. Worst records is it GMHBA? It is zero and six. <laughs> there you go. Zero and seven now. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions regarding that? So, uh, so the best five um, at home at home venues uh, is Geelong, who have a eighty five point seven percent win rate at GMHBA. Uh, Hawthorne at Uni University of Tasmania have seventy seven point four percent win rate. Sydney at the SCG sixty six. Port Adelaide at Adelaide sixty two and Collingwood at the G sixty. So they're the top five. Yep. All right. So Bang Bang <laughs> Jules, you've picked this track for us. What what's going on here? It's about a star of the game. Yeah, it's about um Errol Gordon. Mm-hmm. So what can song, you say about this? Song is a is a tribute to Eric Golden. Always, uh, anyways, have an amazing season, and yeah, I just I just like the tune of the song, and I like how it is somewhat footy related. So yeah, yeah, I like it. What's it called? Errol. Bye. Oh, um, wait. <laughs> I've got it here. I just didn't know if you knew. <laughs> Australian crawl. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, I forgot about that. So, yeah, here it is. Uh, enjoy. Uh, Mark, it's Wit from Spiderbait here. Uh, are, are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Uh, are you Are you talking to me? No. What I said is, are you talking to me? <laughs> well, I'm the only one here, so who the hell are you talking to? Are you talking to me? <laughs> Listen in every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Correction, every second Thursday night uh, because he, he is now switching with uh, Eleanor with her new show, We Didn't Start the Fire. Uh, Don? Yeah. Who's Dad got on this week? Uh, he's got Omar Rack. Great guest on this week. So, yeah, it'll be good. Should tune in. Jules, you going to give it a listen, mate? Yeah, maybe. No. <laughs> so that one in the bottom right corner, what's it say? 200 plus games, two plus goals a season. Yeah. So I did one that I thought was sure. Well, who was it? Scott Penelry. No. Why? It, he wouldn't average two plus goals a season. He'd probably – what? He averages two, uh, two goals a game for a season. Oh, is it per game? It says per – yeah, what? What? Anyone could get two plus goals a season. Yeah, but why didn't they? If they mean per game, it says per season. I reckon Luke Bruce. Yeah, like that. Maybe. I already did it. So. But do you understand why I've been half done by here? Yeah, sort of. 
Scott Benabry's averaged over two goals each season. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be that though. Like that's but what? It's two plus game goals a game in one well, it season. It doesn't say a game though. Yeah, but it's it's common sense, I think. Uh, well, I'm stunned. I'm baffled because I thought, you know, it would at least tell me. You know, yeah, I was yeah. upset. <laughs> Will's watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) It's now time for Jules's Week Week in Preview. Yeah. Get up and about, Jules. But you understand why I'm upset. Okay, let's move on, Will. So we're we're heading into the... (laughs) You keep talking. You don't have to... I want want everyone's concentration. (laughs) So we're heading into the... The third last week of the season. And this is the time that teams need to step up if they want to play finals or top four. So to kick <laughs> off the round, we've got Collingwood and Geelong. Travis Varco Cup, Ollie Henry Cup. And this should be a pretty interesting game as Collingwood coming off two very disappointing losses. And yeah, so What's Joel Selwood's brother's name? Scott Selwood. Scott Selwood He Cup. played for West Coast. He also played Play for Geelong. Geelong and now he coaches at Collingwood. Okay. Well, that doesn't really count. <laughs> we've, we've always yeah, counted, we've always like, counted coaches. assistant coaches and stuff like that. Uh, well, I think this should be a good game. It's, um, I'll go um, Collingwood by six because I'll expect them to bounce back and a few players need to step up if we're going to get this win. And it would be a big win for their season. So I'll go Collingwood by six. Yeah. I've got Collingwood by nine. I think they have to bounce back if they want to um, keep on contending. But, yeah, we'll see how they go against a good side. Go back to round one. I'll tip Geelong and I'll tip Geelong by nine points. So it's a win-win. If we win, I'll be happy. Geelong? Ha- yeah. If it's a win, I'll be happy. If we lose, at least I got the tip right. <laughs> All right. Well. well, look, Geelong are in form-ish. Yeah. Collingwood's yeah, not. I wouldn't say they're in form because they just beat Port at home. Which they sh- they they're yeah. expected to win. So. But I've only tipped against Collingwood once before, so I might round as well. one. Yeah, so I might as well. Right. Just to show some unbiasedness. I'll go um, north. It's on to the Saturday games. Um, north and Essendon. So yeah, Essendon need to really improve if they want to play finals, and they've just got to win this game, but. You know, North have been competitive right, lately in in the um, last three or four weeks. So I think as North Melbourne should put up a fight. As of versus minute earlier in the year, they they should know some of their weaknesses and what they can aim for. But I, you got to tip Essendon here, so I'll go Essendon by ten. Uh, yeah, no Essendon by twenty. Donny? Essendon? I don't know. <laughs> You're telling us your tip. <laughs> yeah, so I've got Essendon by 11 points. Okay. Uh, the next game is Sydney and Gold Coast. Tom Hickey Cup. Hello. So Sydney, in, as I mentioned earlier, in great form. And I think they should get this one done because, you know, Gold Coast – They've disappointed a bit lately and Sydney at home is normally a tough task for any team. 
I think it's last chance saloon for. I mean, Gold Coast have already pretty much rubbish their season. Sydney at home, why not? They um, should do it easily. Twenty-seven points. So, Jared's texted in. Yeah. Nathan Grimer Cup. Grimer. North Vietnam, yeah. and Nick Malcheski Cup. Very nice. Malcheski. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got a fourth player. Well, a third if you don't count Jules. <laughs> so. I'll go um, Sydney by 52. Cool. I've got Sydney by 28. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Your team? No, I've already said it. Uh, yeah. 20, yeah. Right. He did, yeah. Come on, man. Sydney by 27. So, um, Brisbane versus Adelaide. So. Cam Ellis Yolman Cup. Mm. Charlie Cameron Cup. Jules got anything? No. Jared got anything? Ding! <laughs> Oh, it's mine. So it's the stations, um, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is a big test for Adelaide to see if they can match it with the best at the the, the mighty fortress. And I think um, it should be a close game because Adelaide they need to win this game if they want to keep their season alive. And I'll tip Essendon in a close one by eight. I had no, Ellis no, Yeoman, not, he says. Uh, not Essendon, yeah. Brisbane. Brisbane. Yeah, I had that one. Uh, I've got, where is it? The Gabba. The Fortress. <laughs> yeah, I've got um, Brisbane winning by two. Two points. Two points. I think like uh, it was Adelaide earlier in the year that won at Adelaide Oval. But being in Brisbane this time, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll say 13 points to Brisbane. So, on to the Saturday night games. We got Carlton. No Twilight? We just did the Twilight. Yeah. So, Carlton, Melbourne. <laughs> I thought you'd scratched it out. <laughs> Who is it? Carlton, Melbourne? Yeah. Brock so, McLean Cup. Um, I got Newton. So, um, Carlton, obviously, in super form. And Melbourne, yeah, they're, they're always contending. So, I think it should be a good game footy as Carlton are probably the... The form team right now and six in a row. Or was it seven. 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 seven in a row. <laughs> and you got that reference? No, neither did I. <laughs> and um, well, it's a tough one to tip because you know I've got Melbourne similar to last year, winning by four points. I'll go Melbourne by three. <laughs> oh, did I take I'll, the tip? Yeah. Oh, I'll go Carlton by ten. Jeez, hopping on the Carlton bandwagon. Well, I don't uh, – I hate to say it, but they're doing very well. Two new that? messages. All right. Jeff Garlic Cup. Good one. That's it. Jeff, oh, Jeff Garlic. You're upset. I should have gotten that one. <laughs> but you didn't. Bad luck, champ. Um, so West Coast versus Fremantle. And Hugh Dixon Cup. Yep. Yeah, and I think <laughs> Fremantle by 14. Yeah, I've got Fremantle by 20 points. The Derby. Yep. Uh, Freo shown a bit the last couple of weeks, beating Geelong and almost beating Brisbane, so they've found some form. West Coast also found some form. <laughs> but um, I think it'll be close. Freo by two. And on to Sunday games, we've got Hawthorne and Bulldogs. Tim O'Brien Cup. Brian Lake Cup. And I think... Hawthorne, very impressive last week. and Matt Suckling Cup. 
And nice, nice. I think um, dogs have been pretty good as well, but I feel like they haven't beaten them enough good teams, you know. And yeah, I might go on an upset here. I'll go Hawthorne by twelve. This might be a blockbuster. <laughs> if you say that, it'll be a lackluster. I think I've got uh, Bulldogs. Oh, and actually, it's in Tasmania, so I've got uh, Hawks winning by two goals. <laughs> yeah, the Tassie thing. They do have a large strike rate. Is it at the University of Tassie? Yeah, yeah, UTAS. But they haven't okay. they haven't been as good there recently. They were like unstoppable like eight years ago. Uh, they almost beat Adelaide there earlier this year. Mm. Just a three point loss there. Yeah. Um. You know. All right. Oh, Doctor Ray Cup, Luke Beveridge Cup. Bevo, yeah, <laughs> you beauty. And they have been beating West Coast and North there. So, something to think about. Yeah, I'll go for Hawthorne by a goal. I've got Hawthorne. Oh, I already did my tip. Good on them. Jules. So, on to One the for Marcus there. Sunday 3.20 game. We've got St Kilda and Richmond. Dan Butler Cup, Jack Higgins Cup. And I... I think the Rave Out Cousins Cup, Maddie's, Maddie's match. Maddie's match. Mm. <laughs> Jules, Jules, you got your thought there? Mm. <laughs> no, no luck for today. And maybe th- the last match. I think um, Richmond. I reckon Richmond might win because I th- I don't I don't think St Kilda are any good because you know they challenge against Carlton but they they. When they challenge, they're just unable to get it done. So I'll go St. Kilda will have a lead, but Richmond will pull it back and win by two goals. Yeah. I've got Richmond by um, 16 points. I think Saints should get the job done if that's – if <laughs> are you shaking your head or just playing with your hair? <laughs> oh, I'm just playing with my Okay. Uh, Saints, you know, their chances are running out. I think they should have beaten Carlton yesterday given their lead at halftime. But I think, uh, yeah, they should get the job done, I think. Richmond are down uh, 16 points. All right, so on to the Sunday uh, 440 game. we got Port Adelaide and GWS. Jeremy Finlayson Cup. And I think this should be a pretty good game of footy. GWS is still in great form and Port... Desperately need to improve, but it is in Adelaide and, and Port Adelaide have been brilliant there this Got year. Port Adelaide to bounce back and win by Chad Corn's points. Cup. Chad, Chad Corn's Cup. <laughs> I'll go um I'll go a bit of an upset. I'll go GWS by nine. It's not an upset. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Um it's, a, it's all it's up G, there, isn't it? It's in Adelaide. Ooh. Yeah, I think, well, given the, just given the home ground advantage, I think Port will bounce back. Ten points. All right, well, that's, that's the end of <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of Julian's weekend preview. Yeah, well done. Thanks for having me. Oh. <laughs> the and, show's not over yet. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, on to what are you doing now? Uh, I've, One got my air, I've, got, watch. I've got my air horn ready, but I don't know why. Oh, yeah, no, we can skip. Oh. We won't skip that.
Nu har vi gjort hele ondt. Hvordan Pause by seven. Upset. North by 12. Sydney by 34. Lions by 15. Melbourne by 4. Freo by 10. Upset. Hawks by 17. St. Kuda by 6. JWS by 14. Thanks for your contribution, Linko. Much appreciated. Bit fight there, Donnie. Yeah, well. Should we announce now before we get into ones to watch? What are we announcing? Uh, we've got a special guest next week. <laughs> yep. Yep, uh, Jules. It's been uh, a couple weeks late, but uh, we've got a bit of a special guest coming on next week and the week after. But uh, who's on next week? Who's joining us? Yeah, Linko's joining us next week. Hey. If his mum lets him. And if he. <laughs> if he uh, manages to tell her not, you know, 15 minutes beforehand. Well, we don't know what happened there. And oh, it, I don't know. You were yelling at me as if. <laughs> yeah. Jules was a bit upset. Yeah. Come on, Jules. And the week after? Uh, the week after my cousin Elan will be joining us. Elan Musk. <laughs> That'll be over the phone, so. Um, but yeah. Is he just going to do a segment or? No, nah, it will do the whole thing. Oh, okay. Can take your segment <laughs> if you want. <laughs> but he is a passionate man And he still plays I believe Who does he go for? Yeah, Richmond Famously <laughs> But he's Who does he play for? Um, like, he lives up in the Gold Coast But I'm not sure who Noosa uh, What the hell are they doing? <laughs> so cheeky um, No but he's At least when he played down here He's pretty big, big name Really? Yeah. What position? Uh, full pocket. Really? Yeah. Is he a small fella? Uh, no, he's taller than me. Forward pocket? Yeah. Very Yeah, forward <laughs> pockets were to be tall. Yeah. Um, also, just upcoming, uh, we've got our All-Australian teams coming soon. Jules, you keep a rolling one. Yep. I've Do you update that every week? Yep. <laughs> I'm right onto it. I'm yet to write mine down. So, what are you gonna do, Donny? You're just gonna do it. Yeah, I'll write mine down. Jot some names down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, just to get the time right, they they usually do it on the week off, right? So we'll do it for episode twenty five, and. Do you think the squads will be announced by then or? Are you, are you doing a, a squad? No, we're not doing a whole squad. But that, but if you, if say the squads come out, sometimes they're announced on the Monday. So I'm not sure if that interfere with our team. Maybe you just don't look at them. Sure. Well, well, we can look at them, but like we should settle on a team before they come out, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Good Let's choice. not let them influence it. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so that's all good. And as for the grading teams towards the end of the year, I'll get up a good schedule for that so we can do it evenly over a few weeks. Yep. Sound good? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, ones to watch. What do we got, guys? Who we got? Yeah, I'll go first. And there's Melbourne. No, there's no Dacos this week, so you can't choose any tagging jobs, Jules. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I'll go with Carlton versus Melbourne. Big game for both sides. See how Carlton going against another quality oppo. So, yeah, it'll be a great game. Done. I'll go prime time Friday night. Carlton oh. at Geelong. Jeez. And, yeah, I think it should be a ripper. I'm going to choose the Derby. <laughs> the Derby? Yeah. The Western Derby. All right. What other derby would it be? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I just go on. I'm not, I'm not sure about that pick. Uh, Tom why, Hickey why, derby. Why, I, I don't. why are you unsure? Uh, well, it's a bottom four clash, so. So it should be good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's Port Adelaide <laughs> Giants. <laughs> I was just doing it to stir you. Uh, yeah, Port Giants, uh, pretty evenly matched teams and they could be an upset. Um, we'll see how we go. All right, boys, happy with that episode? Great, Ed. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, it was a good episode. I'm having fun week in, week out chatting to both of you. So, yeah, great stuff, Julian. Jules, what do you think? Yeah, very happy to be here. <laughs> Yet again. Yet again. Is it an honour? It's an honour. Looking forward to two weeks of guests. Yeah, it's going to be great. Where did Eagleland play as a junior? Karambara. What the hell? Karambara. Just making up words now, mate. That's where he was born and raised. Or he might have played for Lee and Gatha. But, I mean, he, he's from Karambara. We can Canberra. ask him about his footy journey. Canberra, <laughs> Karen It's in it's near Gippsland. Yeah. Uh, yep. All right. So to take us out, I've chosen a track uh, from my favourite album of the year so far, which is SOS by Scissor, <laughs> and uh, it's stacked with so many big hits and great from start to finish. But I've chosen its biggest hit, a song that reached number one on the charts as well. This is Kill Bill. So I hope you enjoy this and I'll see you boys next week.